0: Two best friends. One podcast. What's the worst that could happen? Now you sound like
1: the stupid one.
0: Welcome to Stupid by Nature, your go to podcast for exclusive interviews, sports, entertainment, Entertainment. and so much more. Now, introducing the ugliest hosts in the business Noah Taylor and Austin Douglas. Welcome to Stupid by Nature, a.k.a. the podcast of the jungle. Joining me today, as usual, is my best friend and co-host, Noah. How's it going today, buddy? The
2: summer is almost over, ladies and gentlemen. Did you ever obtain that summer body you promised yourself after last year's Thanksgiving feast? If you're still the same slob you were last year, we have a guest today who's going to tell you how to go from Thanksgiving
0: feast to Thanksgiving beast. You got that right. This episode is all about health and well-being. Speaking of which, I ate really good today, guys. I would never leave the great United States of America, that's for sure, but I went international. The International House of Pancakes, that is. I had four stacks, count them, four. One, two, three, four, chocolate chip pancakes with chocolate batter, and I washed it down with an ice cold mocha, it was delicious. For those of you that are smart enough to follow us on social media, You'll know that Noah and I have been a couple of Jabba the Huts.
2: Yeah, more like Jabba the Yucks.
0: <laughs> you sure know how to get me riled up, buddy. You might be as funny as Carrot Top. Anyway, we've been working like a couple of madmen to lose our dad bods. How's your progress going?
2: Uh, pretty good. I've been at it for about a week, laying off the the carbs, trying to had a had nothing but water and uh No bread, which has been really hard because I like to eat a lot of bread with my meals. No sweet tea, which has been even harder, but I'm making it. I haven't checked my weight, but kind of afraid to do that.
0: Well, who knew that a steady diet of sugar and fat with a side of gut-busting laughter couldn't cure something as minute as morbid obesity? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they say but, uh, laughter, laughter always helps. That's exactly what I was going to say. Laughter is supposed to be the best medicine. And uh, I mean, you know, I guess it. we're not six-pack shape, but hey, maybe we'll, we'll get there. Speaking of getting yeah, maybe there. maybe someday. You know, maybe. Speaking of getting there, let's, uh, let's get on with the fun fact of the week. Everybody knows this segment. Everybody loves it. If you've been with us this far, you know what it is. It's time to know about it with Noah.
2: Yeah, today we're talking more football, uh, football season again, right around the corner. And uh, we're talking a little college football. Our fun fact is about the longest pass thrown in college football history. Actually, it's tied for the longest pass thrown in college football history 99 yards. Um, And you might know the guy, uh, Chris Collinsworth. It was when he played at Florida, he was a wide receiver. But um, he has actually recruited as a quarterback to Florida, And in 19, see, was it 75? 77, um, He was playing quarterback against Rice University and threw a 99yard touchdown pass to Derek Gaffney, which remains tied for the longest in NCAA history.
0: That's a long pass. You know, anytime I hear Collinsworth immediately, Here's a guy who's throwing the ball down the field. And I just, I hear it. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think, gosh, you got to hear just how supreme that is, coming through these airwaves. That is a long way to throw a football. I mean, golly, I don't know if I could even run that far. This guy's launching a football, 99 yards. You got to have a strong arm. And on the subject of working out, staying in shape, to me, this is an industry secret. I mean, I don't see anybody doing this. Uh, Except for the pros. And there's a reason. They don't want you to know how to get ripped. But I'm going to tell you here at Stupid by Nature, we're not going to leave you in the dark. We want you to be in the best shape of your life, butt-kicking shape. Best way to do that, you want pythons? I'm talking 26-inch, 30-inch. You want to be ripped Arnold Schwarzenegger biceps? The best way to do that, you do curls, baby. Right? We do curls, but guess what? Every single day. Day in, day out. Uh... I don't think so. That doesn't sound right. Well, I'm not sure how you would even know, but I'm just telling you that that's the way to do it. It makes sense because you're you're doing it every day. Practice makes perfect. That's... No.
2: Yeah, but you're going to overwork your muscles, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, like you said, I mean, I'm no expert, but I'm pretty sure that's wrong. Yeah, well,
0: we're going to have an expert on today who is going to, I think, take you to school, buddy. You might be out of high school, but... uh. Class is going to be back in session, okay, for the summer. His name is Jeremy Reed, and he is a fitness guru based out of L.A. He's over 30 years old, but listen to this, guys. Lost over 100 pounds of fat. He made an unbelievable body transformation. The guy is supreme, and he's going to tell you all about it later. He offers online training and nutritional coaching. He's an AFDA certified personal trainer. He's got a website, and we're going to plug that later. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Affordable fitness is the rage right now, and we're going to ask him the tough questions because that's what we do here at Stupid by Nature. But I think at the end of the day, you're going to realize that I actually kind of know what I'm talking about when we talk about health and fitness, and most of all, bicep strength. And I think he's going to clear the air on that. So well, We'll see. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see because you're going to know as soon as he comes through and he tells you that, oh my gosh, you... I wouldn't be surprised if you quit the show because you're going to be embarrassed that you even thought to disagree with me, okay? So let's get into it. You know the segment, people. It's talking with strangers. Here we go.
1: It's that time to speak your mind. There's no danger. It's really nothing major
0: it's talking to strangers all right so we are back and we are on air here with the great Jeremy Reed as I described earlier fitness guru bodybuilding legend in the making uh got a show a uh, website here jeremyreedfitness.com I would definitely suggest going to it if you're looking to get shredded Jeremy how's it going today again thank you so much for joining us today
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's going absolutely awesome. Uh, I'm glad to be here. How's the weather in LA right now? Dude, it's amazing. As always. I mean, that's the reason why we pay a bajillion dollars to live here, right? Because the <laughs> weather's friggin' <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> that is so true. Uh, see, we're in, I'm in Florida, so uh, it's just one big ball of hell all the time. So it really <laughs> must be nice in LA. So uh, we'll get into it. Uh, just a couple of fast facts here for those of you who don't know. Uh guy is uh how old are you now? Thirty, I'm gonna guess thirty-three. Are you still thirty-two now? Or am I am I aging yet? No,
1: I'm I'm 37. Woo! 37 years old. Yeah he's, he's I've been in this game a long time.
0: But you look you look <laughs> great, man. You really do. I was checking you out online and, and you look you look just fine. You look like a uh almost like a professional wrestler. So that's that's pretty good. Cool.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh
0: yeah, of course. So we'll get into it. Uh again, Jeremy's this workout machine, extraordinaire. I personally have very little experience uh, with the gym. Basically, the only exercise I get is running my mouth and jumping to conclusions. So (laughs) for those of us who don't know your story, tell us a little bit about how you go from being a heavy drinker, chronic smoker, to an all-around muscle man.
1: Sure, yeah. Well, you know, it all started when I was... 23, 24 years old, um, I I was, I was uh, a mean, you come out and say just an alcoholic or just straight. I was drinking every night. I was smoking two packs a day. I had massive eating disorders. I was eating like uncontrollable amounts of food, um, hiding it from my family and just, just gaining massive amounts of weight in, in this period of my life. That was very, very challenging. I was depressed. It was just a, a really dark place in my life. And uh, one day I, I I woke up and just, it was one of those kind of awakening moments where I took a, a, a really long, good look at my life and my behaviors and who I was. And I realized I came to this very real conclusion that I deserved better than to be living the way I was living, you know? And so the the second you do that, you raise your standards on life. And, and when that happens, then you will not accept anything below your standards. So I immediately put some very simple things into place. Like, I went out and joined a gym and, and, uh, I just started doing cardio. I didn't know what to do. I'd never been in a gym, but I walked in and saw this woman doing a uh, cardio on an elliptical machine. And I thought, you know, I, I can do that move. It seems simple enough. And so I, I jumped on the next one and, and, uh, just started slowly, but surely. I, I'm, sh- I'm sure for the first probably like month, I looked like a just walrus on this machine, but you know what? I did it and I never gave up on myself. And I think that's really was like the key to my success was that even, you know, hacking my lungs out. Cause I, was, I had like put my cigarette out, out just before entering the gym and then I'm lighting one up the second I get out of there. But, um, but it was just that taking that first step and then just kind of believing in myself that I could do this, that just kept me going all the way from being over 300 pounds to, uh, you know, losing over 130 pounds, quitting smoking, quitting drinking. And, um, and then eventually years later competing in bodybuilding, competing in powerlifting. And, um, and then ever since 2000, Three, um, I'm sorry, 2013. I have been uh, I've been helping people all around the world, kind of with their health and fitness goals. Uh, my ideal client is an obese client that wants to really truly transform their life.
2: Jeremy, you've said in the past that you're opposed to many fad diets. Uh, what's your opinion of the popular keto diet?
1: <laughs> um, well, you know, statistically, the keto diet has like a ninety-some percent failure rate. Um, and there might be some of your listeners that balk at that and go, oh, it's working great for me. Well, let's see what it's like a year from now. Let's see what you're, you know. Um, and so I'm, I think it's very effective at what it does. However, where most people fail is they do not have the mental strength, willpower or habits to sustain not eating carbohydrates. And so what happens is somebody in a, a, Good amount of motivation goes keto, and they lose a tremendous amount of weight within the first, you know, thirty to sixty days. And then all of a sudden, you know, their work throws a, a pizza party, and they, they they get overcome with with cravings. They they cave, and then they find themselves literally three to four weeks later heavier than when they started two months earlier. And, uh, and that's just the process that a a ton of people, millions literally over the years have experienced with the keto diet is rapid weight gain after coming off of it. I think if you are under the guidance of someone like myself who has massive experience with this, or you've done enough research and you have enough self-control and a plan in place to come off of keto the right way um, back to, you could say, standard kind of balanced eating, then I think it's incredibly effective for these kind of short-term weight loss things. But for the average person just going, hey, I need to lose you know anywhere from 20, 40, 60, 100 pounds, odds are you're, you, the, the, the amount of information you've gotten off of a few you know, Instagram memes is not going to be enough for you to successfully complete this diet.
0: Well, I can certainly vouch for the office party. We're Coming from a guy who works in an office – Those pizza parties, those donut breakfasts—they'll get you every time, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they will. We're not really—you know—we're not made to eat this way as often as we do, especially in North America. You know, having pizza once in a while or a a greasy cheeseburger once in a while or a donut once in a while—no big deal. But in today's society, it's kind of become the norm, right? Like you—you have your—you know. 500 calorie bagel with cream cheese in the morning and, and, and then, you know, wash that down with a 650 calorie Frappuccino. And, and that's normal life, but really we're, our bodies are not made to eat like that. It's
0: certainly a struggle for me. Uh, again, giving up all these things that I've loved pizza bagels soda for Noah. It's the sweet tea. I mean, we're Southern boys and that's what we were bottle fed. So it's, it's tough. But, uh, you know, uh, cardio is something that I had a knee injury in November, so I've been a little off my cardio game, but before I was pretty high on, on cardio. What is, what is your opinion of that? How important is cardio in a workout regimen?
1: Uh, I think it depends on your goals and it depends on your body type, you know, for, for, I think the average listener that's going to be listening right now, chances are, you know, you can gain body fat. You're not one of those people that are just naturally incredibly skinny and can kind of eat whatever they want. So I think cardio is needed for most people, If, especially if fat loss is in any way, shape or form in your goals, then cardio is definitely needed. Um, for someone like me who can gain weight incredibly easily, uh, it's, it's absolutely necessary. And it has health benefits for everyone. I mean, even if you are naturally skinny, there's hormonal and, and health benefits, bone density uh you just there's tons you know it makes more insulin sensitive um tons of health benefits of doing cardio but i think you know if you're talking about overall fitness um it's needed for most people especially if you're looking to lose fat uh
2: jeremy as far as vitamins go gummy vitamins standard pill vitamins which one do you
1: prefer and why i don't know are you a seven-year-old girl <laughs> i would or, say he's a girl uh, are you That's my opinion. okay yeah. no. if you're a, t- a small child and you're going to gag and throw up all over the breakfast table, then I'd say go with a gummy vitamin. But if you're an adult and you actually want to get nutrition in, then go ahead and put your, put your big girl panties on and swallow uh, a pill.
0: That's a, that's a hard pill to swallow, buddy. Ouch.
1: <laughs> no, I'm being overly, overly uh, <laughs> aggressive on that one. The reason why I say that is because the, the pill-style vitamins, more specifically, I think um, most people, especially in North America, again, because our, our diets are so processed and, and quick and fast and convenient, most North Americans are actually vitamin deficient. And so we, we, we don't eat as many vegetables and fruits as we should. We don't have a wide variety in our diet as we should, and we eat way too many processed foods. So it's, we all need to be on not just a one-a-day vitamin. Most people, in my opinion, need to be on a sport-level multivitamin where you're getting, in in some cases, hundreds of percentages of your daily allotted um, allowance of some of these vitamins and minerals because we are getting so little in our natural diet. And you're just not going to get those from a gummy vitamin. You just can't. You'd, you'd have to eat like you know, 27 of them and it'd upset your little sensitive tummy. What
0: do you think about
2: it? <laughs> Good to know. I'll, I'll have to change my uh, the way I take vitamins from now on.
0: Going back to... <laughs> Working out in the gym, cardio, a lot of people listen to music when they run. To me, it helps me. It helps me focus. I like to, to picture myself as being some giant beast, you know, listening to heavy rock music. I listen to, I, I can't listen to pop or, or country music when I'm working out. It. it just doesn't work for me. It's not the vibe. What about you? Do you listen to music when you exercise at all? And if you do, what are you listening to?
1: Well, do we do we have enough time for me to tell another part of my story? Please do. Okay. So for about a decade of my life, um, from about 18 to 28, I was a part of it professional, part of it semi-professional musician. Um, I was signed to a record label, toured. Uh, my band was played the Vans Warped Tour. Um, it, it, music was a huge, huge part of my life. And we, we started out kind of uh, hardcore punk rock. And then at the end, we were incredibly heavy um, metal. And, uh, and toured all over the place. It was, it was absolutely a a fantastic time in my life. And so I kind of gravitate towards the heavier style of music, you know, the, the kind of music that makes you want to punch puppies. And, uh, and that really gets me in, in the zone, in the gym. And so on an average day, you're going to find me in the gym with my volume at max playing, uh, some very heavy music.
0: Well, there you have it. Heavy music. You heard it first, guys, heavy music, heavy rock music, don't listen to that rap crap. You want to listen to hardcore puppy-punching music, pedal to the metal, and just run your butt off, guys. It's easy as that.
1: That's right.
2: Uh, Jeremy, could you settle something for us? Uh, before you came on, uh, Austin was ranting and raving about doing curls every single day, that that's the
1: fastest way to get ripped. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. Uh, I, I think like, you'd have to be an absolute idiot. In order to do that every day, that'd be the absolute, the, the worst decision that you could make. I would never, ever, ever uh, give that out to a client.
0: Yeah, well, uh, anything possible. Okay, Jeremy, it's been great having you on the show. We appreciate it. <laughs> uh, thanks again. And uh, that's that's pretty much it, guys.
1: Thank you guys so much for having me. It was fun to be here.
0: Hey guys, welcome back.
2: Well, I think that settles that, huh? Uh, Jeremy Reed kind of put you in your place, didn't he?
0: Well, he he probably just didn't hear what I was saying. Mm,
2: I think you were pretty clear. Hopefully, uh, now you have a little better understanding of the fitness world and exercising.
0: Jeremy Reed, a fitness extraordinaire. If you like what he had to say, head on over to jeremyreedfitness.com. That's Jeremy, J E R E M Y R E I D fitnes com Or tune into his epic podcast, Conquer Your Mountain, which is available on iTunes, Google Play, and many others. You hear the music, folks? It's time for us to sign off yet again. Yep, our next
2: show is going to be one that you are not going to want to miss. Uh, we suggest our listeners follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Remember, our Twitter handle is at SBNatureCast, and you can catch the latest updates there on episodes and uh, some sound bits if you missed it.
0: And who knows, maybe next time we find out if Ed ever caught the big one, the mighty Marlin. I uh, highly doubt it. Check out our podcast. You know it's on iTunes, baby. Or come on over to the website, stupidbynaturepodcast.com. You'd be silly otherwise. You can listen to any episodes that you may have missed. I know you haven't. But anyway, come on over. And with that being said, good night and good luck.
2: You still going to do the curls every day or?
0: I don't know. Maybe. He probably just didn't hear me. That's all. Mm, I think he heard you. Well, we'll see.